where do you really learn to do anything? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can trace it back to a specific moment or a class or a course or something like that, or on the job experience that you had and, and did. Other times it's kind of hard. Um, I've been asked a number of times, you know, where did you learn to cook? <laughs> and I think they're looking for that, you know, well, I studied at this particular thing, or I took these classes or this course. And, and the reality is that most of what I know how to cook um, either came, you know, from recipes, because I, I observe recipes, and I always have. Um, watching a little bit what my mother did when I was a kid and kind of picking up the very basics of it there. Um, or just trying stuff. <laughs> you know, when you cook and eat your own food, you kind of know when things are good or bad. You know, you know when you've made a success or a failure. There have been very few cases where it was completely inedible, thankfully. I also have a high tolerance for food, which may be considered inedible. And in fact, I was worried about cooking for anyone else for a long time because I wasn't sure if I was just putting up with stuff or if it was actually any good. Okay, occasionally you know it's just really good. but And um, I'm probably going to cook a Christmas dinner again for my friends. I've done that a number of times in a row. I often do a Thanksgiving one. Uh, I didn't back in October. I just was, it was the first month in the new place. I didn't even know how the stove worked here, which is not really true. I mean, I know how stoves worked, but it, it took a long time for us to get um, a proper um, vent over the stove. Uh, the old one just barely worked or didn't work at all. The, um, I didn't know the tolerances for the, uh, fire alarms. Turns out they were terrible. Um, those have all been replaced. So I didn't cook anything at that point. Recently, I've been, I've been reminding myself that one of the things I like to do on vacation is cook. So in the last two days, um, uh, I've cooked, uh, well, tonight I cooked a pork loin, uh, which, uh, which I've never really, I've cooked it once before, I think, but it didn't turn out as well. This one was super straightforward, nothing terribly fancy, and it was fantastic. Um, and I still, I still screwed a few things up, but it came out just fine. You know, it's the kind of thing where the, the, there's, there's so many, um, statements about cooking being a science and that's not really true. Cooking is an art. And it's also a very tolerant art, um, which is why you can have such a wide variation in flavors because it, it doesn't, you know, it, there is no one perfect flavor. There's a lot of different variations. It can even vary in what kind of spices you have. You know, in, in a, a thing I did recently, actually it was, the, it was in the pork loin. There was a call for Italian spices. And uh, what is Italian seasoning? Um, it is a combination of spices. It's not any particular spice. Um, and, uh, I, I'm actually running low on what I have right now, which is a pre-mixed version of Italian spices. I don't even know what's in this one or where it came from, because I think this was a refill that I got from the bulk barn, basically from, you know, the, the bins and loaded up. And I'm, I'm going to do that again. It was a pretty reasonable mix. Is it the same mix I would get in McCormick or, you know, any other brand? No, it's not going to be the same mix. Um, there is no standard, one golden standard for Italian seasoning. If you ask some chefs, they'll tell you there is. If you ask some spice companies, they'll tell you there is. If you look up recipes, they'll tell you a, a, the, the perfect balance. 
I suspect if you look up multiple recipes, they'll have different perfect balances. They'll all be different. Um, so it, it, there's a lot of tolerance involved. Um, so the pork loin was tonight. Uh, I did it with simple mashed potatoes. I've been doing a lot of mashed potatoes. Uh, it, it is a simple, easy, quick thing I can put together. And I like potatoes. I, I probably shouldn't be doing mash and just do boiled potato, but, you know, why not take the extra step? Uh, with roasted vegetables, in this case, it was, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to get the last of my Brussels sprouts because I bought them a little while ago and they're getting a little old, uh, as well as some uh, some uh, multicolored uh, rainbow carrots that I picked up, both at the market back when the market was still delivering vegetables. So it's been a little while. They keep well in the fridge, uh, but you do have to kind of pick away at them. So I'm trying to get those done. I throw those in a pan with a, a deveined um, uh, jalapeno pepper. Uh, I have a whole bunch of, of pre-made or pre cleaned garlic that I, uh, I bought a while ago and then realized just yesterday I hadn't opened it. And then I opened it and realized, oh, some of this is going bad. So I took time yesterday to actually carve out all the bad parts, throw them in the freezer. So I have those on demand. And, you know, there is something nice about being able to go to the freezer, just grab a handful of garlic, <laughs> frozen garlic, and just throw them into something, which is exactly the way I put them into the, uh, into the vegetables. There was something else in there, too. I can't remember what it was. I should have put mushrooms in there. I didn't. But that was the nice meal. Last night's meal was a, uh, a uh, sirloin tip roast, which I had never cooked before. Um, this was already pre-seasoned. Uh, so all I really needed to do was put it in the frying or put it in the oven. Super simple. I had to look up a recipe to figure out how much it had to go in. That one I also just in the pan threw in some garlic. This is when I discovered that the garlic was kind of going bad. So after I had cleaned off all the garlic, I thought, well, I'll just throw some in here. And sure enough, that was really good. Actually, I think I threw them in partway through because it was going to be a long roast for that one. Um, I seem to recall that one was about an hour's long roast. The pork loin was about 15 minutes, so entirely different. And that's, that's the thing is, and, and I, I made mashed potatoes last night. Um, the, the, uh, the sirloin tip roast was roasted on a bed of, um, sliced, uh, onions. And the recipe actually said, just throw those out afterwards. I thought, what the hell are you thinking? You know, which flavor is now imbued in these onions. So I took the onions and the garlic, and when I was making my mashed potatoes, I threw them into the mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes were a little bit, uh, not soft, a little bit wet, I had a little bit, I had a little dash too much cream and I find that this particular bag of potatoes, this particular variety, I'm not sure exactly which variety, it's yellow, I should, I should look that up. Um, they're a bit wet in general, so they, they don't really make great mashed potatoes. They kind of come out a little, a little soupy, uh, not soupy, a little, um, little wet, uh, gloopy if you, if you overdo them, but they're fine. They don't taste bad at all. Um, green onion, just chop up a, a green onion, throw in, uh, mince the white parts are really fine, throw those into the mashed potatoes and put the green parts, uh, on top as a garnish slash, you know, taste because it still tastes great. There was a great, um, um, bit of advice that I heard, uh, I've, I've heard it numerous times, actually. I can't remember a particular chef who said it. But essentially, you first eat with your eyes, which is why presentation does have a part to play in how you cook and how you prepare food. And so I've been 
kind of steadily adding more elements that are visually appealing uh, onto my plate. But it, it was, it was, uh, you know, so by doing it, that's how I've learned by reading recipes. That's how I've learned. I collect recipe. I collect a lot of recipes. Um, it is not uncommon as I did tonight for me to Google something and go, ah, oh, look, there's like 50 recipes. Let's read them all. I don't really get in depth with every recipe. And actually tonight I found that the recipes were starting to get a little repetitive, which was a good sign. Because it meant that I kind of understood what the recipe was about. Uh, a lot of recipes for casseroles. I've not really made that much casserole, that many casseroles, because I'm usually cooking for myself, and I don't need to cook a whole casserole for myself. I have a couple of interesting books that try to scale things down, cooking for one, cooking for two. Um, but a lot of recipes like that are like, well, this serves 15 people, so why the hell am I going to do that? I'll be eating casserole all week. But I had leftovers of the uh, the sirloin tip roast. I had leftovers of the uh, of the pork loin, and so I need to figure out what I'm going to do with those later on this week. And um, casseroles are one of those things I look for. I don't make it very often, as I said, and I'm trying because I love to cook. I'm trying to do things I don't normally do. Um, so that I can learn a little bit more, so I get a bit more practice in. I'm also thinking towards Christmas dinner, as I said, I'm going to be making something. Um, last year, I made a, um, I, I, I found a nice recipe for the spices needed for uh, a homemade um, sausage. I don't put it in casings, but the sausage meat is something that I put into the, the, um, into the, the stuffing last year, dressing technically, cooked on the side. Pardon me. I want to do that again, uh, as well as the turkey. Um, the turkey was okay last year. It wasn't anything particularly special. I want to try to do something different this year. I may do what is a, a lot of people show, which is you get something underneath the skin. I watched the Mary Berry Christmas, uh, uh, spectacular Christmas, I think it was called. Um, Mary Berry is a British cook, apparently kind of the, one of the top level ones. I've not watched the British competitions. I've watched a lot of American competitions and some Canadian competitions, but apparently she's the, the, the top judge for all of those and seems like a, a deer, um, seems kind of like the British slightly aristocratic version of Reed Drummond, uh, the, 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 uh, pioneer woman. So I, you know, kind of, I watched her do her prep. She does uh, butter on the inside of the skin, plus a little bit of lemon and stuffs it with lemon and onions. So I think I can do that. Um, I did a spiral ham last year. That's nothing special. That, I mean, it's tasty, but it's nothing special to prepare. It's really, you just heat it up in the oven and then you glaze it. In this case, I'm using the Costco one, which the glaze is already pre-made. You just add, I think, a teaspoon of water and heat. Um, but uh, what I, when I was looking through these recipes for leftovers, I was kind of looking and going, is this anything different than what I would do? The most frequent one is something like a stroganoff. I don't make much stroganoff, uh, again, because typically it makes too much for me. Um, if it uses an entire can of uh, mushroom soup, for example, that's more than I'm going to eat uh, for myself, unless I stuff myself. And honestly, I overeat a lot, so... It's entirely possible it'll be just the perfect amount. Or the irony is I will have leftovers on the meal that I was making to use my leftovers up. So um, 
But uh, for the most part, I was looking at these and going, you know what? I kind of do the same thing. Um, I will throw in some uh, onions, throw in some mushrooms, cook those down a little bit, um, add um, something like frozen peas or um, carrots if I have them. I will add, uh, um, you know, salt and pepper. Not a lot of these call for much spices. There's one that called for red curry paste. I'm going to try that one out. Um, some of them will call for a soup. Uh, when I was younger, I do remember my mother showing me a particular recipe, um, which I have made numerous times since then. And it was really just, how do you take a cheap piece of, of meat, uh, cheap, um, what they call simmering steak, uh, and what do you do with it? How do you simmer it? And it turns out the answer is a consomme. Uh, you can use beef broth, but consomme typically, which is a very different, I think it's a thinner version, maybe even more concentrated, uh, a bit of water and green beans. It can, and this was all canned meals, like canned green beans, canned consomme, put it in a frying pan, cast iron preferably, um, and, and cook basically and let it all simmer for forever. Throw in an, an onion if you want. Um, and a lot of the leftovers recipes are not exactly that much different than that. Um, adding some sort of soup for additional flavor and body. Um, you can do your own roux if you want to, but you don't really need to. Um, yeah. And so I, I really want to cook more and uh, I'm plotting up my the rest of my week because I've been doing chef's plate. Um, which is a prepared meal kit. Um, you get all the ingredients and instructions, you just make it. I do that twice a week, and and because there's three three of us, I make four meals, and there's one left over, and it means that I often have leftovers. <laughs> I often have leftovers that are just enough for one meal, um, which means I'm not cooking a lot of my own stuff anymore. My fridge is getting emptier because I'm not cooking. So the fact that I cooked two major meat meals this weekend is a bit of a problem because I know I'm going to have trouble eating them up for the rest of the week. But I really want to bake some more. I really want to get back to that. I want, I, my, my goal is to be making at least one batch of cookies every week from now until the end of the year, hopefully I'll make two batches of cookies if I can scale them properly so that I can actually have a bunch of different ones I'm trying. Um, I will make gingerbread cookies because they are super easy and they freeze really, really well. So those will last me for quite some time. Uh, so I make those every year. I want to make um, a simple sugar cookie. I don't make sugar cookies much, um, so I don't have that one. But I want to get to that point where I'm looking at these recipes going, yeah, I, I know this recipe. Or moreover, I know the kind of thing the recipe is so I can vary it. That's one of the reasons that I like watching cooking competition shows, especially ones that are, are more, there's creative elements, but they aren't uh, super pressured elements. I'm not really a big fan of Chopped, for example. I admire what they do, don't get me wrong. But it's not teaching me anything. It's not telling me anything that I can really learn, aside from some edge cases. But even then, they were so far and few between that it really didn't matter. And there was also a fair amount of importance on, prep on uh, presentation, which, while I respect, is not the primary thing I'm going for. But baking. I haven't done much baking. I really don't bake much for cakes. I want to get to the point where, so I, I'm, 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 I want to be ambitious. <laughs> I want to be ambitious and I want to set out a goal over the next year that every month I have baked something, I have cooked something new 
and I have, um, you know, repeated something that I've only done once or twice before. So I, I'm reinforcing what I'm doing. And when you do those, like that's three things, that means that every week I've got to be doing something and then have one week off. And that's tough. That's hard. Um, but I really want to, I really want to do that. I used to bake bread quite a bit. I haven't made that much bread in a while. I have a, I have a, uh, I hope that I'll be making bread again. I used to, uh, anyway, I like to cook. And how do I learn to cook? By doing it, to be honest. I've been wondering out loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. I am late, as always. It's almost 1 a.m. Um, vacation has not done well for my sleeping times. I'm not waking up when I should. I'm not going to bed when I should. I'm recording this, which means I'm delaying the night, which is not, which is why I stopped to some degree in the first place, but um, but we'll see. I'll see if I can I can turn it all around. <laughs> in any case, uh, I will talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>